All right, everyone, welcome back to the Bruno Talks podcast. My name is Leanne Seip. I'm the director of our Office of Student Involvement and Leadership at UNO. And I'm Agramian. I'm the assistant director of New Student Experience. And I'm Mason Poche, and I'm one of the student workers with Student Involvement and Leadership. So where are we this week? Uh, we have some updates we're looking for. April, we all need to know, how did shaving Aspen's head go? It went really well, except he did not let me do that much of it. Um, I was only able to get the spots that he couldn't get. Um, but what really irks me, you know, as a woman is on his first try of shaving his head, he gets it way smoother than I've ever gotten my legs. <laughs> And like just baby smooth, um, and it look it looks really good. So I don't think we're gonna have many regrets about it. And from <laughs> I've made a couple jokes about his head just because that's who I am. Even though I really do approve of it, mm -hmm. not that I need to. Um, but from one like one day he was like laying on the couch and his head was like in my lap. And so I only saw the top of his head and it looked like a raisinette. <laughs> I can confirm. April sent me a photo and said, doesn't it look like a raisinette? And I laughed for an hour. Like it does, <laughs> it does in fact, can confirm definitely a raisinette. <laughs> um, and then like last night we were just on the couch watching um tv and i had this thought of like aspen what if your hair just like really held in like stop the growth of your head what if your head just gets bigger and bigger and at that point he turns to me he's like you really need to go get outside don't you like <laughs> you are <laughs> not doing too hot <laughs> so yeah yeah, first I haven't heard that one, but I like it. Ten points for creativity. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so that's update on Aspen's hair. It looks a lot thereof. <laughs> well, on the theme of Aspen, Mason, you're gonna have to come up with some reason to do something with Aspen. But <laughs> to update my Animal Crossing adventures, me being old and unable to figure out how to work the internet. Aspen um, and another friend of mine too, but Aspen came and visited my island this week and he gave me presents and I sent him presents. In fact, the present I sent him was this giant hat, like so big you can't wear it on your head. It's actually a table that like four people can sit around. And I was like, thank you for the gifts. Enjoy this for your big old reason. <laughs> You have to see a picture, Mason. It is massive. It is like, it takes up a whole room. And it's just this hat. And it's like, man, Aspen and his poor little bald head really wasn't the <laughs> <of the> weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, he did come visit your island during lunch today. I don't know uh -huh. if you saw that. Um, I saw your house. It was very cute. Thank Love you. that you have a crock pot. Um, <laughs> always have that instant pot going, trying to emulate. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was very cute. He he put a note on your thing, so I'll let that be a surprise for you. Yay, I'm glad you got to see my house in Animal Crossing because you're not going to get to see my house in real life anytime soon. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome, welcome anytime, Mason. You know, when you want to buy a Switch and you jump on. Yeah, when, when they restock, I guess. That'll have to be. <laughs> Join us. Just join the dark side. <laughs> um. So that's us. That's all for updates, I think. So let's get into the nitty gritty, right? What are we talking about this week? Um, we mentioned last week that our theme was going to be all about relationships, specifically um, fostering relationships from a distance. And um, we have some stories that apply to that. And we think um, given you know, the social distancing that we're all practicing and how isolating and lonely it can feel and how much different and harder it is to, you know, stay in touch that um, we have a couple of stories that might be helpful. So we've got a two-parter today. Uh, first, April is going to talk about some friends she met at OPI, and then I'm going to talk about some of my friends from college. So without further ado, tell us all about it, April. Yeah. So, um, to give you some background information about me, I've been at UNO professionally since June of 2017. Um, originally, my position was just focused on new student orientation, and that fell under the Office of Enrollment Services. And I really was the only professional on campus that was focused to working and planning and coordinating our new student orientations. Um, to compare, other schools have teams of people to do this. So it was a really big undertaking. And so early on, like, and this was my first job out of grad school too. So I felt like I knew people at UNO because I went there for undergrad and then I left for grad school and so I came back. So I knew some people like Leanne, but there were still new faces I needed to meet and connect with. But I, again, as the only sole orientation professional, I wasn't, I didn't have that great of a support system. Like, yeah, I had my boss at the time, Brett, and some other colleagues who helped, but it wasn't really the support that I needed because they just couldn't give me that support, which is totally fine. Um, so about a year into my time as the assistant director of new student orientation, I was able to attend to um, the NOTA, uh, a NOTA conference. And this was kind of a big deal because at the time, we didn't get that many professional development opportunities for whatever reason. And my um, former supervisor when I was in grad school, Austin, he went to OPI. So let me backtrack. Okay. So NOTA is the like professional, I'm blanking on this word, um, organization for orientation, transition, and retention. And they host an annual conference each year in October. And right before that conference is OPI, or the Orientation Professional Institute. And it's specifically for people who are new to the orientation field. So I was able to go to OPI. Um, I wasn't able to stay for the whole NOTA 
like conference because I think OPI is two, maybe three days, and then the NOTA conference follows right after it. So it's kind of like a pre-conference thing. Um, and so, like I said, my previous supervisor, Austin, went, I think he made really good connections there and said, like, if you have the opportunity, go. And so I was able to get the opportunity, which I felt very lucky for. Um, and so I, going into it, just made, wanted to make sure I made the best connections possible. And in previous years, like I have gone to professional conferences like NASPA and ACPA, which are just like professional organizations for all of like higher ed student affairs. But I just couldn't really like connect to other people deeper than just a surface level of like, hey, what do you do? How did you like that presentation or yeah, that I mean, type of thing? Weird. That's a hard thing to learn. So that makes sense. Yeah. And I was a grad student. So I felt like I was already like a step below people. Not that necessarily that people treated me that way, but I think that was just my mindset going in, especially because when you're in grad school, you're like, I know I have to get like jobs can come from the connections I make here. So I need to make sure my connections are good and that terrified me I yeah, think no pressure no pressure. yeah like no pressure <laughs> and so I think that really put up a wall of like I I also felt like I had to be not a robot but just not so much not of myself when I went to professional um conferences beforehand because that was just kind of what was drilled into me at the time so Going into OPI, again, I was a new professional, Was felt very lucky that I was able to be there, um, and it was in San Diego, California, and I, my flight got in the night before at like 1 a.m. California time, so I don't even know what time it was like in New Orleans, just like had a little bit of jet lag, and I had to be there early in the morning, so um, I, and then again only three days so I knew my time was limited and on top and on top of that <laughs> um I knew I wanted to connect with old colleagues so not just the new people I would meet so it at OPI you're put into small groups and you kind of share you know your feelings and your struggles and there I was able to get some support um it felt really great like the first conversation I had with someone, I was like, I am so young. Like some of our campus police officers don't believe I'm a, a pro staff. And like, that can be really hard when I need things done on campus and people just don't take me seriously. Oh, really? And, <laughs> yeah. And the other person was like, I have the exact same feeling. And that felt so good to hear and to like, you know, just have, someone who was also going through that. I think there was about 50 professional, other professionals from other schools um, attending OPI. Majority were in my age range. There was a few people who were older who probably worked in other areas and then now are in orientation and it's like, I don't know what orientation is or like what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm here to learn. It was really good like structurally wise to like get me connected to other people and chatting 
so the first night we a group of us went to dinner and it was really nice because we were able to kind of fill each other in on like where we are um in the year many of us were going through orientation leader interviews and so we were just kind of sharing stories and tech and not techniques that's a weird word um strategies about that and towards the end of the night we were able to really get comfortable with each other of like we aren't just orientation professionals we other things are going on with our lives and so i i remember the uber ride back to the hotel um i so we were in san diego there's a lot of hills we're also very near the airport and as a girl from louisiana i'm not used to hills or mountains and so when planes are flying into land it literally looks like it's they're about to land in a house and so on the uber ride back i'm like oh my i was like i literally cannot wrap my mind around these mountains and how these planes are landing and i think i was able to like lift that barrier of like work 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 and i was able to be like what are hills you know and <laughs> People thought I was funny, as normally people do. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> thankfully, they were like, this girl's real dumb. Um, but, yeah, so I think that that first night was good um, of just, like, sharing and, like, realizing that other people are also in my shoes. Um, the second day, throughout the conference, we were able, again, to connect and, like, get a little bit deeper. But where I really made friends with um, was on the second night. And, you know, as we were, again, all adults, um, and there was talks of, like, oh, we want to go out tonight. What do we want to, like, should we go out tonight or should we go out tomorrow? I was like, well, I can't go out tomorrow because I'm not going to be here. And so the group that I was kind of made friends with was like, oh, okay, so we'll make sure we go out tonight so that way you can come. So it felt very nice to be accommodated about that. Um, and so that night I went out to dinner with Christy, who was actually like my supervisor as an OL, um, and Vincent, who was my GA when I was in OL. So I was able to thankfully connect with them. And I remember being so tired after dinner, but they, the group of people that I met were they went to dinner by out by themselves and so they were already like in the area of where we were going to go and i i was about to bail i was so close to bail because i was like i'm so tired i have to get on a plane tomorrow and christy was like you gotta do a girl you really gotta do it and so i was like i pervert to push you to go I was like i'm a, all right i'm gonna do it christy <laughs> and so I was all, so then I took an Uber from the restaurant we were at to wherever I was meeting up with them. And I was super nervous. I was like, I'm very aware that I'm a young lady riding an Uber with a, like, in a strange city. So I was like texting. We had already made like a group me, I think. I was like texting them like, hey, just got an Uber. Hey, we're gonna, I'm like, five minutes away where am I meeting y'all I was also nervous that I was just not gonna be able to find them and then have the awkward experience of like getting out in an uber walking around and be like oh I should go home um but they were like super responsive 
were literally were waiting on the corner for me. And so once I got there, um, again, made me feel super included and just had such a good time that night. Cause we were able to just again, have fun and celebrate that we were like, we made friends. And I remember at one point we were at some bar and um my friend carly took out her group me because we had made like a large group me and then like three million group me's were made that weekend but she was like i want a group of everyone who's with me in this very moment and so we all got added to the group me and then the next day it was super short i think i was only there for breakfast and then i had to leave um but they were very sweet and so after i left we kind of you know, I asked professional questions in the group me of like, hey, have y'all ever encountered this? Or like, this weird thing happened to me at work today. What are your thoughts? Um, and I want to clarify that those weird things were before you worked with me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have other yes. weird this things. This is before Leanne supervised me. But I mean, it was also like some random person worked into my, walked into my office and asked me for a dollar. Like, what is happening? Weird. Um, <laughs> weird. And <laughs> so this group of people is from all over the country like to give reference we have someone from Alaska Alabama I think two people from Texas one person in South Carolina one person in Indiana me in Louisiana and then someone from California I think I hit all of the marks on that um but yeah so in the like following months we just kind of would chat about work stuff and different things but what really turned the corner of us like becoming a like pretty solid group of friends is one night um one of the guys he's like really the only guy in the group was like hey I'm about to go on a date and I'm super nervous can y'all please hype me up oh and we're God. like yes let's <laughs> hype you up please give me all the de the details like let like tell us all about her everything like that and I think it really like I said turned the corner because it was going more into like our authenticity and like our personal lives than just work um and so <clears throat> from there we created a snapchat group and then that's what when things went really deep because <laughs> I would like we would <laughs> it's a lot easier to make a snapchat video of like a rant or like a video of different things and then just send it and then you would get videos and messages and different things like that um but through it like we have gone because that was october 2018 we have gone through people having like babies marriages divorces like life losing loved ones like changing careers mm -hmm. all types of different things that like in reality I've only spent maybe 48 hours with these people mm -hmm. like in person but because we were able to keep in touch thank god for technology and the internet mm -hmm. but also like let our barriers down like if something happens to me like they're one of the first groups of people I tell just because it's like y'all aren't interacting with my people on a daily basis. So I can vent to you about, you know, pretty much anything. Cause y'all like, y'all aren't going to judge or tell anyone that kind of thing. So that's been really helpful. Um, and then in the 
so that was October. So we met October 2018, March 2019. Yeah, March 2019, I was able to reunite with Carly um, at the Southern Regional Orientation Workshop. Mason was there. Mason, I don't know if you remember meeting her. Um, I do. I think so. Because yeah, there so was only one. I only remember one woman. And you were okay. like, oh, this is, we go back. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So then, yeah, then it was, it was Carly. What's mm. crazy about Carly is that, so as an orientation leader back in the day, we would go to Shro pretty much every year. And I have a picture with Carly from like 2012. What? <laughs> and she's also a Delta Zeta. And so there was like a couple weeks after OPI, she messaged me and she's like, this is going to seem really weird, but here's a picture of us from 2012. That like she just me. remembered like <laughs> my face and like looked back at her photos. It's like, we totally met, probably had maybe a five minute exchange other than oh my gosh, you're a DZ. I'm a DZ. This is so great. Sisterhood. And then like take a picture. Bye. That's funny. And so That's it's really like, cool. so it was so weird that we were able to like reconnect and like talk and that kind of stuff. And then, um, this, it was in January, I think maybe it was, oh, it was right before all this coronavirus stuff happened. Lara came down to New Orleans from Alaska and I was able to get dinner with her and her mom and her mom's friends. And we had a great time, took her to Katie's and they loved it. Um, they did say I did not have a Southern accent and I did not know how to feel about it, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I think Danielle also visited Carly. So we're like definitely keeping in touch and like, trying our like living our best lives as best we yeah. can and being a support system which I think one thing that was helpful for forming this group is like that was our intent from day one of like we're going to be supportive of each other no matter what and so um yeah that's my OPI group which I'll talk about, and even my best friends are like, who are these people? I'm like, you don't understand our bond. <laughs> I also feel like student affairs bonds are a little different. Like in our field, it's like such a special little odd little niche that once you find your people, <laughs> like you've got them for life. Mm -hmm. And are these, is everyone in this group me, y'all are all still in higher education or have has anyone left? higher education. Yeah, so two people have left. Um, I think Emma started her a graduate um, program for counseling and then Carly um, started teaching. Um, I think she teaches elementary and middle logic middle school um, which is what her bachelor's degree was in. And they're still very much active with the group? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, still very active, especially, yeah, Carly is more active than Emma, but um, yeah, and still gives feedback. I mean, we definitely don't talk that much about orientation, but <laughs> still can sympathize of like, I just had to handle a crazy situation at orientation and they're like, wow, been there. I actually get that because I think <laughs> especially like 
yeah, higher ed is like so unique, but then orientation is like another level of uniqueness of that <laughs> is like, they understand that my summers, I'm not doing anything besides orientation and because they're doing the same thing as well. Um, so yeah. I think that's cool how your friendship like developed, not in person, right? Like you kind of liked mm -hmm. each other and started a group me. And like, I don't know, like you said, like I am in a million and one group me. So mm -hmm. I can't say that any of mine turned into like long-term friendships, you know, but like a couple of years later, you're still in touch. I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Leanne, do you want to tell us your story? Yeah, sure. I, um, I feel like my story is sort of opposite. So <laughs> my, like, we formed really strong friendship in person and then we've had to be really creative to um, kind of maintain that friendship over the years. Um, so I'm actually really excited to talk to you guys about um, my friend group, the girls. Um, and I just have to say, you know, you went to a small college when you can have a basic generic name like the girls and people know who you're talking about so like that's a testament to sweet little bluffton you <laughs> like legitimately people we went to school with and people who work there are like oh are the girls getting together they ask each other we haven't seen pictures of the girls recently because they know we get together once a year so that's the kind of community i came from i love it sweet little place um so there's four of us still in the friend group so we started with more as friend groups often do right people kind of move on for a season or so but the four of us all together um right now we're all across the country so i'm in louisiana and the other three are in the midwest so um two in ohio but like very far apart in ohio and one in indiana so we're not like we're not really a weekend trip away from each other is the deal you know so we don't see each other often, but we used to see each other all the time because we were, we all lived on the same floor freshman year. And <laughs> like, that is a testament to like proximity. Like we weren't friends just because we would like to happen to live across the hall, but like it helped a lot, right? Because especially thinking back, it's been, gosh, it's been a while since my freshman year. It's, we won't talk about that right now but um just thinking about like 18 year old leanne and the stupid stuff i did um like they got to see it all because they lived across the hall for a long time they called me ramen noodle girl because my mom made me bring two huge cases of instant ramen noodles with me to college so you know we've grown since then which like i think is a really smart plan of like I want my daughter to have friends. Let me give her a ton of ramen noodles that she can <laughs> share. Have to share these. It's true. So thanks, mom. We really have this whole friendship to you to thank for all of it. Um, so yeah, that's how we kind of started, just like out of convenience. And then like that awkward, like, hey, I don't know anybody here. I need to like go eat lunch. And we would just go eat together and, you know, friendships form over that kind of convenience and that shared experience. And so, um, 
my friend Jill is an only child and her parents have a tradition that like any major holiday because Jill's an only child and they didn't want her to feel like she was celebrating those alone that they always invited their friends over to help celebrate so once we came in the picture we became those friends and so like every major holiday that we were in college for we went to their house we decorated their Christmas tree every year one year um, her mom gave us five bucks a piece and we went to the Goodwill and our job was to design a St. Patty's Day outfit <laughs> and like first of all I won which was great but like it's I'll actually I will show you guys the pictures of that at some point because it is ridiculous but you know that's just the kind of stuff we did together so we kind of started uh, I think that really helped us want to stay in touch because we didn't really have like a lot in common. And so we, um, we all had different majors and different interests. That's kind of cool about our friendship is we were never really in competition with each other about anything. Um, and so, and I, I guess I bring that up because there's this like women, I think especially get a bad rap and Mason, you can tell me if it's not just the ladies, but like women especially get a bad rap for being catty and not being happy for each other. Um, not truly being happy for each other when good, big, good stuff happens. Cause there's this like jealousy, you know? Um, and like, I can honestly say I haven't experienced that all that at all with these girls. And so, um, we've just been cheerleaders this whole time. So kind of like your OPI group, April, like that was a choice we made really early on um, and really just kept it up. So when I was in grad school, I mean, like this is gonna age me, but we tried everything. Like we were each other's MySpace top eight, just saying, like we, we um, Oh my gosh, we made our own websites with blog posts that everybody would just write a blog for updates. Like, yes, this is Does early. Does this still exist? I, you know what? I feel like I need to look. I think <laughs> some of them do. Um, my MySpace like just got taken down, I think, because um, just a couple of years ago, um, SAC was looking at it and they were cracking up. Like all the surveys and the stuff going on in my life dying it was hysterical um we made our own facebook group so when facebook groups were new we made one just for us uh which is comical to me now like what a strange thing to do um <laughs> and what's funny is we all talk a lot um but we ha we don't really do like skype calls or anything and for we can go months without talking to each other um but like it just feels really good. I've been friends with them for 16 years now. Wow. And so um, it just feels like home, you know, like it just feels really good to have people who know me really well. Um, and it's wild to think that in the 16 years of our friendship, sure, we had four years where we all lived like in a very small area from each other in Sweet Little Bluffton, Ohio. Um, but the bulk of our friendship, we've only seen each other once a year, maybe twice a year if we're lucky in person. So um, when we've been through a lot together, infertility, adoption, losing jobs, moving around the country, it's been a lot. But um, I haven't felt any less like they're not there for me because we still stay connected, you know, like the quality of friendship, I think, like, 
obviously it's easier when you're in person, but I don't think it has to suffer very much if you're not. Um, so we like we touch base every once in a while, but with this COVID-19 stuff, we are like all the time talking because it's just like, I'm losing it. Oh my gosh. On a side note, Pugsley is adorable. Make sure you follow him on Instagram, y'all. <laughs> At Mr. Underscore Pugsley. Oh my God, you have to get this close to my face. He's so cute. Um, he, or what I was, if I was like kind of moving around a lot earlier, he was just carrying this toy and was walking around the coffee table. I'm like, do you want me to take it from you? What do you want from me? But yeah. So, all right. Going back. <laughs> With short commercial break <laughs> um, for Pugsley's Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, right now, um, just a suggestion. I mean, y'all, you let's be real. Anybody listening probably knows more ways to stay in touch with their friends than I know, just because I'm like slow to pick up on these things, but I'm going to give advice anyhow, just in case it's helpful to someone. Okay. So um, obviously like we have our group chat and we all have iPhones, which is convenient because Android users, when there's that one Android user, you really make group chats difficult. Come on. Joy Ballard. <laughs> exactly. Joy, we are calling you out right now. We had to make a group me because of you. Anyhow. <laughs> so we've got our group chat. And then um, we started using Marco Polo, um, which my friend Mary's kids, I think, started using for school or like, I don't remember how she heard of it. She introduced us to it. Um, and it is kind of like a Snapchat group. Um, but it's just like short video messages that you can send to each other. And I think that's helped a lot. Uh, it's been really funny because, um, of the four of us, Mary's the only one with kids. She's got three boys. And so sometimes, um, the videos she sends, she's like hiding in the closet because she doesn't want them one to hear what we are saying in our videos. I will say I'm guilty of cursing like a sailor and ranting a lot. And then two, um, like just in case she needs to vent a little bit or needs some alone time. I think that has been the highlight of Marco Polo for me. Cause <laughs> seeing Mary's closet. Um, and then one thing we do, we started doing, um, instead of exchanging like normal gifts and stuff, we, um, do like Oprah has her favorite things. We just do our favorite things. And so we put a price limit and we send those to each other or we share those with each other, which has been really nice. This lotion that you guys have seen me use a million times because my hands are so dry. <laughs> um, this lotion's from my friend Jackie, who uses it a lot because she works in a hospital um, and so has always washed her hands as much as I've just started doing in the last few weeks. Um, so, um, which, yes, I'm gross. I accept it. It's fine. But it's just, it's nice because that kind of small stuff, uh, it's not really expensive to just send something that, like, is thoughtful and, like, useful. I gave them all... Um, this is a cheesy thing, but I love it so much. A silicone um, colander, is that what it's called? The strainer that you can attach to a pot. So you don't have to pour your pasta or anything into a colander. You can just attach it to the pot and pour it and like you don't dirty one more thing. It's amazing. So <laughs> that is amazing. Right? Let me tell you, I will seriously question whether I want to wash a colander because I'm like, really, it's only water that has touched it. Don't worry, I wash it. I wash it. Archie water. But 
So that's been a way, I mean, we're also a little older and like probably more financially secure. Well, definitely more financially secure than we were when we were in college. Let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we also like had a dream that like for our 10th friendship anniversary that we would go on a cruise. And then we were like, "Mm, we can't afford that. Our 15th and we still couldn't afford it. So we really... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really overestimated how much money we would be making at this point in our lives. But you know what? We've still got each other. Actually, the shirt I have on today um, is Golden Girls themed. That's part of the reason we call ourselves the girls is the Golden Girls because we all love them. When we were in school, um, we used to just put Golden Girls on in the lobby. And this is a weird thing, but we had a program on campus where the local Chinese restaurant donated hundreds of fortune cookies. I mean, massive boxes. And so like my senior year, a significant portion of my college experience was laying on the couch in the lobby, eating fortune cookies, watching the Golden Girls. We used to have tans and thans, Tuesday afternoon naps and Thursday afternoon naps. And I would just say, I think I want to start reinstituting those. <laughs> That'll be my self-care. But my anyway, plan for after this po- podcast recording is taking a nap. I support it. I like that so much for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, um, all this is kind of help, but it's just, you know, it's different, but it's been fun. We've done some, I've done some game nights with some other friends that we are in no way sponsored by Jackbox games, but they have a lot of things that you can play remotely. Um, And so I've had game nights with my other friends and it has been hysterical. So just putting that out there, everything's on sale on Steam. Yeah, we, I am planning a little happy hour Zoom meeting on Monday with my OPI group. Um, So I'm excited about that. And then my like best friend group, here i think we're we might do like craft zoom thing um and yes i did order 80 dollars worth of crafts from michael's today so mm-hmm. i hope yeah. you make it here on time yeah we'll see if not i'll just enjoy the happy hour portion of it yeah. <laughs> agreed too funny. I realized how witty my friends are playing Quiplash. Um, that really has given me life. So that is a top recommendation. Play Quiplash with your friends. Unless what is Quiplash? So like you get, it's almost like a fill in the blank. Like you're given a topic and um, two people in the group have to like fill in the blank and then like about lots of things. And then the game pulls up like um this was one of the examples was like what would you call a ride at um a like a christian amusement park and the options were um the holy roller and (laughs) our splash zone and so (laughs) so those were really funny those ones stick out to me but anyhow it's just a game where you yeah it's just really funny to fill in the blank and then laugh with your friends. I almost said at your friends. Sometimes at your friends if they're not, if they're not very good at it, but that's a lot of fun. I, that's a top tip. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think like, I'm definitely thankful for technology during this time, but also, I mean, just being able to make friends and keep friendships other than writing letters mm-hmm. because with my handwriting, no one would write me back. <laughs> 
The thought would be there though. I would definitely know if I got a letter from you that it was from you and assume that it would be nice. <laughs> I so for those of you who don't know, I have the handwriting of a five-year-old. Um it is really bad. Um I've tried really, really hard, I promise. Um but yeah, one of my friends, Kelly, she has a couple tattoos of I think her grandma's writing on her and I was like no one's gonna want my handwriting on this <laughs> oh the handwriting isn't why she got it it's because she loves her someone surely will love you enough someday to be like oh look at what my sweet little granny Aspen is <laughs> <laughs> not yet not there yet so um I don't know if these stories um mean a lot to y'all I liked hearing your story April I like <laughs> yours thanks uh, two very good stories thank you but i think i i mean the reality is obviously we would rather not start friendships like this way but um i mean we live so much of our lives online that um, i know it's hard and it can be really isolating like this is a long time to not see your friends face to face but it's really important not to it could save a life you know COVID-19 isn't any joke so um we hope you know maybe these stories resonated with you a little bit or maybe we were just a nice little break in your day um but yeah how are you guys um connecting with your friends still you should think about that how you're doing that and remember that and celebrate that right now because I think at least for me I am like I have been in a crabby mood so this has been nice to think about like good things and things I'm doing well and thinking about my friends so that's been nice. yeah um one of my friends from grad school Cody Frank what's up they have a podcast called thriving and surviving or surviving and thriving mm -hmm. um and they just released an episode about surviving during COVID-19. And actually they talked about a uh, app called, what is it called? Hold on. I downloaded it. Um, Fabric. And it's F-A-B-R-I-Q. And so what it does is you can put in your contacts and put in who's like in your inner circle, who's in your middle circle, and who's in your outer circle. And it will give you notifications of like, hey, it's time to reach out to Susie this month um, and see how Susie's doing. Um, so you can set the reminders for each person of how often you want to reach out to them. Hmm, that's cool. So like MySpace top eight and then when they went to top 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, no one knows. I don't think who's in your inner circle. Oh, that's good. That could get weird. <laughs> yeah I like it yeah all right speaking of staying connected virtually and online what do you guys have planned for this weekend um we are gonna go try and go to the park like I said earlier I really need to get out of my apartment um yeah so that's the plan yeah I'm hoping to get into the pool this weekend my dad's got it cleaned, so hopefully we can. Your dad, like someone's pool, right? Because there aren't any public pools open, right? Oh, now. no. My my personal pool okay. at home. So, Ooh. yeah. Excited about that. 
so jealous. My apartment complex that I just moved into has two pools. By the looks of them, they're not going to be open anytime soon. Mm-hmm. It's also also community, so like germs. Yeah. But really upset. I um. Oh, the outline for chapter two of my dissertation is due on Monday. And that's like as big a beast as that sounds like. Like chapter is a big word. Like, you know, that's long because it's a chapter. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm not starting from scratch, obviously, from it. But anyhow, that's what I'm going to be doing for most of the weekend. So if any of you out there are struggling with schoolwork and like all this, I'm with you. Solidarity. We can do this because we kind of have to, but um, it's happening. Not going to be my best work, but it sure will be done. So <laughs> I will be reading, writing, and picking peaches. Crying. Animal Crossing. Yeah, probably <laughs> in my keyboard. So uh, yeah, if anybody fixes um, surface keyboards from water damage, you might get some business from me next week. <laughs> <laughs> also, Onward was just put on Disney Plus. So yes, I'm so I'm excited. Watch that this weekend because I'm excited. i bought it so it was went on um it went on apple like itunes Mm -hmm. early so like i am a person who cries at everything and then like in the first like the first week of all this weird covid19 working from home i could tell i was not handling my stress really well because i wasn't crying anymore like nothing (laughs) make me cry and I was like genuinely nervous I was like what's going on with me I watched Onward in the middle of the night and when I tell you I wept the entire time tell me if it really your heartstrings or if it was just like (laughs) I was ready and so I just cried I really liked it I hope you guys like it too I mean it is a Disney movie so of course it's gonna tug at your heartstrings yes yeah um yeah. I won't spoil it at all, but Don't. I can't wait to hear what you guys think because I'll be honest, I was not excited about it based on the previews. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it's Disney Pixar, so it's like, it's got to be good. And I wept, like, couldn't stop the whole time. It was ugly crying. So I hope you <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't, I don't know much about the movie aside from like the trailer. I haven't done too much research on it. So perfect. That's it'll be a nice. Yeah. Um, one TV show that I'm really loving is Superstore. If you haven't watched that, is hilarious. I love it. They're so funny. Um, Superstore? Yeah. Superstore. Is this on cable <laughs> or is it on a streaming platform? I mean, it's on Hulu. Yeah. Hulu? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it comes on NBC. Yeah. Okay. NBC, Hulu. Today, mm-hmm. I was like, Aspen, I want to watch that Walmart show. And he's like, the Superstore show? Like, yeah. It's so good. And they have such a diverse cast. And they're all so funny. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Watch it. Yeah. (laughs) Add that to your weekend plans. I'll squeeze it in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got a whole orchard to tend to, okay? And a house mortgage to pay off (laughs) in my poor little island. So we'll see what I have time for. But I'll try. (laughs) But you can do that while watching Superstore. Oh, that's true. I never really take my Switch and, like, play it that way. I always play it on the TV because, again, I'm old and that's what I'm used to. But 
<laughs> the point of the switch is to switch up how you play with it. I know, but like, I don't, change is hard, okay? Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get it. There's a lot of change in the world. Can't know. take it. <laughs> um, if y'all are looking for um, other tips and tricks to, you know, cope. Uh, my Instagram recommendation this week is UNO Counseling Services, all one word. Um, they're still, they're not taking new appointments, but they're still doing appointments with students um, virtually, of course. And, um, but they've been posting like daily tips and that sort of thing, which have been nice and kind of grounding for me. So I recommend them. And then of course, I recommend us at UNOSIL on Instagram and all the things. Um, if you're looking for stuff to do and like make more connections with people virtually or like invite your friend group to do something we already have going on, we've got events every day of the week. Um, you can learn to draw with Mason on Thursdays um, with mixed results. <laughs> <laughs> no skill required just no a, skill required yeah just a paper and a pencil and like a healthy dose of humility because probably <laughs> a lot of good learning to draw <laughs> um and then two things I want to highlight is um, we are accepting um, graduating senior spotlight submissions. So if you're in a student org um, and you've got some seniors who are graduating, we know that it's, it's like to say it sucks is an understatement, but like they are not getting the end of the year and the end of the college experience they planned on. Um, so we just want to, you know, show them some love and highlight them. So look for that um, in our Instagram um, the links in our bio and then also leadership recognition awards are still happening, but they're going virtual this year for obvious reasons um, and submit those nominations by April 17th. Um, pro tip, the Burks Award, which, are which is our student leader of the year award, has a $500 check associated with that. And then our um, Dr. Polly Guthrie Service Award is sponsored by the New Orleans League of Women Voters. Um, and they sponsor $1,000 for that person. So that's someone who's dedicated to service and volunteerism. Um, especially around like civic duty and that sort of thing. So if that, anybody comes to mind when you think of that stuff, nudge them a little, point them to our Instagram. Um, yeah, life goes on, huh? Even though it's yep. weird. <laughs> yep. I'm thankful life goes on though. Yeah. Because otherwise I would be in a pit of despair. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I think everybody's coping in different ways. <laughs> So yeah, it feels good to still have y'all still have stuff to do. It's kind of distracting and still makes me feel productive and like I contribute something, you know? So yeah. Grateful for y'all in this like hour every week. Yeah. <laughs> um, next time we are going to be talking about tradition. So we know uh, right now on the calendar, there's a lot of like really big holidays going on. And so um, we want to talk about traditions, how we hold them and what they mean to us and that sort of thing. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to hear about those traditions. <laughs> Cut that out. That was terrible. <laughs> She said she was funny, folks. <laughs> oh, no.
Because I'm lost on what's gonna kill people. COVID fucking 19. Oh. <laughs>